The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the SMA Flash Briefings. Hi, I'm Price Wildridge. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading flash briefings for spinal muscular atrophy. Here's an article by Marta Figueredo. Spinraza improves motor function in case of teenager with late-onset SMA. 14 months of treatment with Spinraza resulted in improved motor function in a previously untreated 15-year-old boy with late-onset spinal muscular atrophy, a case report in South Korea shows. The findings add to previous clinical trial and real-world evidence highlighting the benefits of Spinraza in late-onset SMA, even when given at older ages. The case study, effective nusinersen in a late-onset spinal muscular atrophy patient for 14 months, was published in the journal Medicine. Spinraza, developed by Biogen, became the first disease-modifying treatment to be approved in the U.S. for all types of SMA in December 2016. Similar decisions soon followed in the European Union, Brazil, Japan, Australia, and other countries. The therapy was approved in January 2018 in South Korea, but a reimbursement agreement between Biogen and the National Health Insurance Service was only reached in April 2019. Spinraza works by increasing the production of the survival motor neuron protein, SMN, essential for motor neuron and muscle health that is largely absent or insufficient in SMA patients due to mutations in the SMN1 gene. The therapy is administered directly into the spinal canal at a recommended treatment schedule of four doses in the first two months, followed by maintenance treatment every four months. Since its approval was based on clinical trials of infants and young children with SMA, data on Spinraza's effectiveness in adolescents and adults rely mainly on case reports and real-world studies. Now, researchers in South Korea have reported the safety and effectiveness of 14 months of Spinraza treatment in a 15-year-old boy with late-onset, milder SMA, type 2 or type 3 disease. The boy was referred to their neurology clinic at age 13 due to progressive muscle weakness. He had a history of delayed achievement of motor milestones at 18 months of age, and an SMA diagnosis was confirmed with genetic testing when he was 3. Neurological evaluation at the clinic confirmed the presence of muscle weakness in his legs and shoulders and showed evidence of nerve cell loss and associated compensatory changes. SMA-related changes in muscle tissue architecture were also observed in his legs, while lung function tests were within normal range. Additional genetic testing revealed the presence of three copies of the SMN2 gene, suggestive of late-onset SMA. SMN2 is a backup gene that can partially compensate for the loss of SMN1-derived SMN, and whose higher numbers of copies is associated with later disease onset and milder severity. The boy begins Spinraza treatment at 15 when the therapy's reimbursement was approved in the country. Over the 14 months of treatment, he showed gradual improvements in motor function, which were considered clinically meaningful by the end of the treatment period. Motor function changes were assessed with a six-minute walk test, showing an improvement from 87.5 to 113 walked meters in six minutes. And the Hammersmith Functional Motor Scale Extended, or HFMSE, which detected a three-point gain. Particularly, among HFMSE tasks, the boy became able to prop on extended arms, reflecting upper body function, and to get his hands and knees with his head up and hold the position for a count of three, both without help. 
His lung function also showed signs of improvement. Regarding safety, the boy had a mild headache after the first spinal canal injection, which was easily resolved with medication. No serious adverse events or those preventing him from receiving the therapy were reported. The researchers wrote, quote, More studies on late-onset SMA are needed to accurately understand the efficacy of Spinraza, and our case adds to the favorable outcome in the categories of late-onset SMA patients. Coming up next, Perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Runge, SMA News Today content creator. Although we've come a long way where accessibility is concerned, I feel there's still a ways to go. Recently, a conversation came up with a caregiver. She goes to a salon that's not accessible. When she mentioned their remodeling, I asked if they're putting in a ramp. Of course, I got a laundry list of why it's not feasible. What it boils down to is that financially, they don't feel it's worthwhile. By putting in a ramp, they wouldn't be pulling in any more revenue, and it would cost thousands to install. Plus, it's a building they rent, not own. Honestly, though, the improvements she's making won't bring in more revenue either. Why are aesthetics more important than function? It's so frustrating. While I understand their point of view, what I heard when she said it wasn't worth it is that I'm not worth it. I don't matter. To me, having a step is like putting a sign on the door saying wheelchair users not welcome, able-bodied people only. Although there's no need for a sign because the step does the trick. I thought segregation was a thing of the past, but apparently it's alive and well. Unfortunately, when conversations like this come up, I don't know how to argue my point. I get it, modifications are expensive. Even making my own home accessible has come at a cost. Excluding an entire segment of the population, though, just doesn't seem right. When I bring up these issues, sometimes I get the feeling that I'm being unreasonable or selfish. The vibe I get is why should they cater to one or even a handful of people at a cost to them? They're just trying to make a living and get by. It's not their responsibility. What they don't understand is that when it's accessible, it's inclusive, not exclusive. Sure, not everyone needs a ramp, but they can use it regardless. What are your thoughts on accessibility? How do we make it worthwhile? Head to smanewstoday.com forward slash forums to share your thoughts on this subject. That's all I have for you today. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a great day everyone. We'll talk again soon. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.smanewstoday.com. And be sure to follow us on social media and join our SMA News Today forums, a trusted SMA community ready to welcome you anytime.